Thanks for coming back to the TMD podcast, the Trending Moments Digest with Scotty and Tony. This is a look at what has been trending online this week. You can get more details at scottyandtony.com. This is the soundbite. The other day we were talking about this fella who sued the person who stole his wife away. Kind of a bittersweet, happy ending, bittersweet ending. It was like someone calling you and telling you a family member had just suddenly and tragically died. He came to my house and uh, we shared stories. We talked about personal lives. I filed the case because I feel it's very important that people understand that the sanctity of marriage is important, especially in this day and age when people question everyone's morals, people question everyone's uh, viability as a person, and the state backed me up on it. He did things purposely visit with her when I was at work. I have scars. I still have a lot of healing to do. So that is a fella who just won a court case in North Carolina where on the law books, it's still illegal for you to steal away someone's wife. Huh? So he sues the other guy. The ex-husband now sues the other guy and the judge awarded him (laughs) $750,000. What? What? (laughs) Whoa. That's a lot of money. That's uh, that's the law. You have a theory here. Can you tell your theory? <laughs> your defense, like, it, you would have to prove you're still a suitable husband. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think you used the word catch. If you're if you're not still yeah. a catch, Mister Horseman, take one clear look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> I mean, if you if you go ahead with this case, and your ex presents evidence in court that you left your underwear and socks oh, on the floor geez. you're screwed sure uh the court asks that you take your shirt off mr horseman oh my god oh my god put it back on put it back on case dismissed this week in robots it's either this week in robots or this week in Lazy. I don't know if you saw the video of the self-driving garbage can. So I, you still have to take the garbage out your house. Okay, so you got to put it in the can. Put it in the can. The can yeah. is outside by the side door or whatever. Yeah. And then what happens? It drives itself out to the curb oh my on garbage day. Holy cow. Total game changer. So it's a little bit like those vacuum cleaners that vacuum and then go back to their return yeah. to base. This is a, it looks like a, oh, okay, this is on our blog. So the it's like a uh, nice size garbage bin. Yep. And then it just knows, do you program what day is your garbage day? Or? You got to. I, well, I feel like it comes and it knows. It's, and a, it, uh, it's the singularity. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when you put the garbage in the can, it's saying to you, hey, I got this. You know, I, you know what? You go. Oh yeah. It's gonna. You gotta do okay. the robot voice. Sorry. I got this. Again, I'm not as good at the robot voice <laughs> as you are. <laughs> I had a question about the uh, garbage can that takes out your garbage for you. Yes. Yeah. Garbage can is a real thing. Put your garbage in it. It says, "I got this." You and I have go. both gotten here to work on garbage day and had to turn around, go home. Yeah. Get our garbage out so that our lovely, kind, patient wives didn't have to do it. Exterminate. Exterminate. I mean, I got this. So, okay, what's the question? Uh, the question is, what about, how does it work for, like, what, is this really something we could have in, here where snowstorms and stuff? I don't or? know. See, I hear these, see these inventions, uh, things outside, self-driving garbage cans. 
self-driving cars. And then I'm like, but yeah, I live in a place with weather. So I feel like you and I would both pick up our entire families and move somewhere sunnier. <laughs> Just to not have Just to, take to, have, the track. to have a self-driving oh, garbage can. Right. You're right. <laughs> this week in World Records. Another world record. Another weekend, another world record for that guy that we've had on the show the last couple of weekends. This fellow, he, uh, this David guy, actually, he he does the world records to promote the STEM. You know, he's involved in, in schools and stuff. He wants to promote uh, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, uh, and get, you know, make it cool for kids to be interested in, in STEM. So this time around, this is the guy, last weekend we talked about how he took uh, his, uh, what? It was some sort of food. What? Uh, uh, tortillas. Yes. He took tortillas and he had a world record, world record breaking tortilla toss. This time around, he sliced 70 grapes with a samurai sword. What? In a, in a rapid amount of time. So... The old record was 18 grapes or something. So, like, uh, this guy, uh, he not only breaks records. He shatters them. shatters them. And sometimes, I mean, you've got, sometimes you're like, well, I don't know, whipping a tortilla. We've all, we've all whipped a tortilla. But one of his records was standing on the exercise ball, which that alone for 60 seconds, good luck. I'm not going to be able to. (laughs) Then he's holding a sword and slicing kiwis. That was one of his records, so this guy knows what he's doing. And now he's 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 broken the grape record. The grape records. What do you where do you think he goes after this? Like what's your prediction? If you're the guy in charge, like part of his team, and you're like, I've got my eye on a couple of records. Seems like he's involved in a lot of fruit. I'd probably try and, you know, equal time get some meat in there. Nugs. <laughs> nugs. Some sort of so nugs if record. That, if he's willing to do that. I would be willing to stand off to the side of them and catch those nugs with my face. It's a full-on hollow month. No, what do you call it again? Hollow weekend. Hollow. But no. it's a hollow month. It's a junk junktober. It's junktober. That's it. Boy, I, I was nervous for a minute because Tony is usually in charge of naming things. And he's like, sorry, Hallow Weekend. I've been no. un- a little under the weather. Yeah, sorry about that. I put you right on the spot. Hallow Weekend would be the weekend of Halloween, yes. just in case you're... So they came out with a, a map. This is from our friends in the United States first, the, the map of the most popular Halloween candy. The closest one to us, our friends in Maine, uh, they like peanut butter cups. That's a popular one. And I just want to step in here for just a second. You, you there with the politics, you put your politics aside. (laughs) I know we have political differences. Sure. But one thing we can all settle on is Halloween candy. Yeah. A lot of orange states. You know. Did, did, did that make sense? Uh, yeah, kind sort of. of. <laughs> I mean, it made sense. It wasn't funny. Okay, I yeah. got it. <laughs> Orange and blue states. And then the uh, uh, the blue states are uh, the Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranchers and Sweet Tarts. The Kit Kat bar is big in California. Oh, yes. Mostly it is, we're talking about peanut butter cups, and we're talking about M&M's. The Snickers bar is big in uh, some of the, like, I want to, th- I think that's Hawaii, maybe. You know, one of my favorite Halloween treats you're not going to find on that American list, Teeny Tiny Coffee Crisp. 
Yeah, Coffee Crisp is, a, is one of Tony's favorites. It's a Canadian treat. We did up a Canadian map too, but all it has on it is Kraft cheese slices. So Oof. wonderful. Hand that out this Halloween. See what kind of reaction you get from the kids. They will love it. It's been some good sales on cheese. Yeah. Hand out cheese this <laughs> Halloween. A message brought to you by Dairy Farmers of Canada. The uh, video with the garbage can that takes out your trash for you. The self-driving garbage can. Clicked a few times on our blog and uh, there's a couple of notes about what the, you know, if you live in a neighborhood uh, where something like this could happen, what do I do when the, uh, the, the pranksters in my neighborhood uh, hold my robot garbage can for ransom or set it on fire? Those are, listen, those, we're not going to lie to you. Those things are likely to happen. <laughs> some also, uh, that uh, some sort of hackers hack your robot garbage can to hold you hostage. Oh, my gosh. All of it. Or if the whole neighborhood, if it catches on and the whole neighborhood has the robot garbage cans, what's to stop them from uh, conducting some sort of uprising? Yeah. That is the plot to Terminator, basically. The, the robot garbage cans. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know. What do you know about computer programming? We have a couple of uh, friends on our Facebook who actually, we have one friend who has become an expert in cybersecurity. Yeah, he is in. He gets, uh, he goes on uh, uh, news program, tech programs on big TV channels like like MSNBC and stuff. And in a movie, in a documentary about cybersecurity and stuff. The one on, it's on Amazon Amazon. Prime. That's our our, uh, friend Scott. And. This week, I thought of Scott and uh, our friends in, in at the, uh, what do you call it when you submit a ticket? What, what are they? The, what, the uh, help desk. The help desk uh, friends for our company. There's been a lot of stories this past week that got trending about people hacking those signs like Detour or whatever, you know, those electronic signs you see and signs outside of uh, uh, like the arena or whatever you know the playhouse if you can picture that yeah the scoreboard or something like that so they've been hacked and the prank is like this is this is bad uh one of them i i want to say it it played uh like dirty movies for for hours before they caught on or something i don't know i can't remember exactly how long but like somebody hacked in and started like i don't think it was like a mistake where somebody just had the wrong button down i think somebody hacked into it what's up mr stevenson no we didn't notice you call the guys sitting down there with their lunch oh jeez. yeah it took hours and nobody noticed Study came out this week, a survey of people, if you could only eat one food. This is so super for uh, if you're going to a social function, if you're shy, if you don't know how to start a uh, like small talk. I'm terrible at small talk. And Tony, uh, Tony is like uh, so fantastic at small talk. People just want to talk to him. But <laughs> this would be a great opener. They had a, a, a survey online this week that got trending. If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? The winner, pizza, which Tony would argue, uh, I mean, you'd make the point that it's many foods in one, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it does seem like the perfect food. I don't eat as much of it as I used to because old, I uh, don't. Uh, <laughs> Tony uh, is really on this healthy process. Uh, it is, is yeah. But I mean, I still, I had pizza late last Saturday night. Can confirm I had frozen uh, a name brand pizza in my freezer 
And I was so delighted to remember that I had done that. <laughs> Surprise pizza. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, if you're if you want to uh, meet new people, or maybe uh, this coming work week you're around the water cooler and you're like, what do I? What can I talk about? I didn't do anything fun this weekend. What can I talk about? Open with, uh, hey guys, if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Sorry, don't use that. That voice <laughs> so, was pretty bad. You know, yeah, so no wonder people come and talk to me. <laughs> this got trending this week. The worst saxophone solo of all time. It's just a wonderful, wonderful adventure in in saxophone music. It sounds a little something like this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is the one of the greatest saxophones. Yeah, that that, that, that is Baker is Street. I attempted to learn that in high school <laughs> when I was playing saxophone. Tony was a saxophone uh, a phenom in high school. Uh, well, I uh, it's that's why it's another reason why. Oh my! I say the next clip that we're gonna play is not the worst saxophone solo I ever heard because <laughs> I played the saxophone. So we, we this is on the Scotty and Tony blog, uh, and it, it is an older song. It's from the 1950s, The Five Satins. and Which is a real band that real had band. real hit songs. And we don't know what, uh, really, what the, uh, why it went this way. Like, it almost seems like somebody couldn't hear themselves, and they just kept playing the same note over and over. But this is what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> on a real record ends up sounding a bit like geese yes. um i mean this band i mean they they had the it was a million selling record uh the still of the night in the still of the night, so. I, and that's uh, people still know what that song is, um, but that was not that song. <laughs> if you want to, we, uh, Tony made me put it on our blog as as a downloadable file. So if you want it to be a ringtone, <laughs> have at her. There was an incredible story in the news this week about a kid in Minnesota who nine year old kid enters a five k for kids. Ends up making a wrong turn. He gets lost. Gets lost. And ends up winning the 10K, the adult race, the 10K. <laughs> Nine years old. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine? I mean, I I like to jog. And I've jogged in some races. And, you know, charity runs and stuff like that. And you, you're like... Oh, look at that that kid. That, that that way to go kid. And then you you find out that that kid beat you. And then you find out that kid beat you by mistake. It's all an accident. And I don't know at what point. I mean, I don't know if I'd go straight to the bar. I, <laughs> but I'd be terribly terribly depressed. I might not run again. If you want to it's really actually a, a cute story and inspiring if you want to share it. We put it on our blog. We'll wrap up there. And thanks again for listening to TMD Podcast with Scotty and Tony. For more details on the stories we had, scottyandtony.com.